Welcome to the Beautiful Step Podcast, where we run, stomp, tiptoe, and tango into the confusing, but beautiful world of togetherness. We are your hosts, Chris and Charity. Now, let's go make our together even, even better. I have been unintentionally kicking the men in my life in the nuts. Hey. And I didn't know, obviously. I didn't With know. what boot do you kick? <laughs> <laughs> With the boot of um, unsolicited advice. Say more. I think I know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> well, so a while ago, I had this like epiphany. It was probably a year ago. I had this epiphany of this feeling of being much. <laughs> I remember this. And I remember, you're I like, mean, I'm am I saying, being much? Is this much? Or is this my much self? <laughs> I remember it was a very emotional discovery at the time. And I'm being kind of lighthearted about it right now. But I remember I was really tormented by this discovery that I felt like I was too much. Like just coming on too strong. Yeah, I felt like at the time it was too much for everybody in my life like kind of my muchness, but, um, but like, would you say the crux or the apex of your muchness was this giving of the unsolicited advice or kicking with the boot? <laughs> I didn't actually identify it as that at the time, Yeah, but I think here's what happened. Like during that time, I was feeling like, you know, we have adult grown children. Sure. And they're at that stage where they're doing a lot of the things that we did when we were young. And so they occasionally will ask for advice or like, we'll see them doing something. And I'm like, oh, I should tell them like how that works out. <laughs> you know, like well, yeah. I should offer my wisdom having gone through that very same thing. Okay. So hard one wisdom is really hard one. And I know that if someone could have talked to me at my 24 year old self or my, even my 30 year old self, 35 year old self, 40 year old self, I'd have been like, Thank and praise you. Maybe. Maybe it would have been like that well, if now, you would have asked I'm, for it. If I could go back in time, take my 50-year-old self back and be 24, I would be like, okay. Yes. It's way better to be told than shown. Yes. Okay. 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 But I have this propensity to like kind of want to help people. And so I'm like, oh, I'll just tell them how to do that. Or, you know, like I'll just offer this like, unsolicited help even like how do I you know I would see that as a thing and okay you went from like I mean you said you were kicking guys in the nuts so give us an example well hold on I want to like back to the point of this muchness Mm -hmm. I was doing this with kind of everybody in my life and I felt like people weren't appreciating it (laughs) (laughs) and I there was kind of this like feeling of, oh, I'm just not being appreciated. And then I kind of had angst about it. And then I was like, well, wait, it's not their fault that they're not appreciating it. They're not appreciating because they didn't ask for it. Right. Which, which comes back to my muchness. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I was just being too much. You realize offering, you're coming on too strong. Offering too much when I really didn't need to be doing that. So fast forward to, I was rereading that book by John Gray about uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, which I think I read like 20 something. Everyone, I think everyone's tried it. Sure. Right. Yeah. But it's actually a phenomenal book. It's a bunch of generalizations about men and women. That Yeah. It gets a little bit of, you know, shade because of the generalizations and yes, people are more complicated and whatever. I think it's helpful. It is really helpful. And so he, the first thing right away he talks about is the biggest mistake people make is in the area of communication 
where women offer unsolicited advice to their spouses. Okay. And this is the thing men hate most. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, it's true. I think it's true. It does come off um, as emasculating in, in many ways. So this is how I was... It's like, I don't need your help. Right. I'm capable. Yes. Yeah. This is how I was kicking the men in my life in the balls. Like, is that I... Give me an example. ...was giving unsolicited advice. So I do this with you, but not really so much, as much anymore, because we kind of understand the I know where you're. I know where you're coming from, and I understand your expertise. Right. But when we were first married, that certainly wasn't the case. Oh, no. One, I didn't oh, no. have as much expertise. And two, you know, you were more insecure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of proving oh, your man. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot more to prove. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So in the book, he talks about that men's biggest way that they find kind of their identity is this feeling and the, the way they feel like powerful and have an autonomy in themselves mm -hmm. is to actually know that they are capable of doing things by themselves. Would you say that that's true? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to be able to uh, know that I'm uh, productive, that I'm capable, that I'm able to do these things. And a lot of times uh, I'm going to know them best if I discover them myself. Yes. Right. So what's interesting about women is we don't feel more powerful when we have to discover things on our own. We just feel more powerful if we've discovered them. But if somebody helps us along the way, we're like, right on. Uh -huh. Like, we don't view that as a slight. We're like, hey, yeah, give me that life hack. I mean, it's why we're the ones reading every article about like 10 ways to do something better. Right. 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 Because we view help as like, help. Yeah. We welcome it. Yeah, and a guy's not even going to ask for directions if he's lost. Right. And the thing is that that is the way men feel secure and powerful is if they actually, and it's not even, it is an ego thing, but it's kind of just like an intrinsic thing with, that I'm discovering is you feel most at home with yourself and most confident and most like loved when you feel like you can do the things you need to get done by yourself. And when the people around you, like me, Feel like you could do the things that need to get done. Okay, we need an example. It's been too long. Give us an example. What are you talking actually about here? Well, give us an example of charity's muchness. Charity's muchness. Okay, well, we won't use an example of like what I've done to you, although like Thank we've you. we've given an example before about like when I'll ask questions about like something with the video cameras like, or whatever. Why are you questioning me? Right. Yeah. yeah. And you have this weird response, and I'm like, or I'll say like, well, what if we did it this way better? You know, and then you're right. like. Why are you telling me something's better? It was working fine. And now what are you saying about me when you say something's better? And I'm like, I'm just saying the thing is better. But you view it as like, I'm questioning you. Right. But all men do this. Yeah. And this is the way I'm realizing about myself is that I am going through a cycle right now in my life where I'm recognizing I'm really cognizant to my unsolicited advice. I'll give you an example. My brother the other day sent me a text asking about like a business question. Yeah. And I answered the business question. And then I was like, oh, well, he's asking me about things. And so I'll like all of a sudden kind of pipe in about other things that I might be thinking well, about about okay. his life. Well, time out. I mean, as it is right now, your brother's been dealt a really bad hand. He's going through stuff right now that is hard for him. And so you're like, I'm going to help you. Sure. But he didn't ask for help in those areas. So all of a sudden I'm sending texts about like, different things that I'm like, oh, well, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about doing but this? But like, what are you talking about? 
Like, you know, like, have you looked at this apartment or have you, you know, done this or that? And or what are you doing with your money? What are you doing with your kids? What are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah, you have all of these very specific, like, I'm sure you could use some insight in these areas. I think that to myself. I think, oh, this is so helpful because I would love it if somebody was like thinking of me in this way and like, oh, check out this place. Or, you know, if they knew I was looking for a place to live, they'd be like, check out this place. And I'd be like, oh, I feel so loved that they're sending me things. Yeah. I do the same thing with our sons. Like I'll send them things like, you know, like, oh, they're looking for a car. Well, all of a sudden I'm looking for the car and I'm sending them things. And then I don't Mm -hmm. understand why they're not responding back with like, oh, mom, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. Well, here's why. (laughs) I can tell you why. Because there's two ways that a guy is going to like, there's two ways. And I think that uh, old John Gray talks Mm -hmm. about this idea of like, when there's a problem, right, there's two reasons or there's two ways that we look at the problem. One is we are either trying to what solve the problem or uh, on your own, on our own, or we're assigning it, right? We're assigning it to either we're blaming someone for the problem <laughs> or we're taking it on as an assignment. So if there's like a problem, we're not going to hear it like, oh, it's so loving for you to like join me in this problem. No, because we we have this autonomy and we have this, you know this deep like need to be productive and capable and, you know, uh, manly or whatever. And so we're not going to hear it as like this sort of like familial ecumenical, like let's all get together and like decide, right. We're going to take it as an assignment. Every time you give me advice, I'm like, what are you asking me to do? Or what are you asking me to do? What are you saying? I'm not doing, or what are you saying? I'm not doing exactly. Yeah. And so, when you like give any advice at all, it doesn't matter. I think even if you're an expert, if it's unsolicited, we're going to be like, why are you demanding this of me right now? And why are you saying, and, and the undertone is, why do you think I'm not capable of doing this? Yes. Why are you speaking up? Are you, are you saying that I can't do it myself? Yes. Why are you sending me that listing? Do you think I can't look for my own apartment? Like, it's these kind of things. Hashtag muchness. Yes. That's why it comes off like, wow, babe, you need to take a break. <laughs> like, hello. Because I'm hearing it or, or men are hearing it. Yeah. Like it's a kick in the nuts. Yes. It's this emasculation that women don't pick up on. Women do not. If you were to send me that again, I'm not going to take it that way. And women so would feel funny. so loved and so like. Here's the difference. And he, I think this was really well made the point made in the book, like Mm -hmm. women view help as like, they're welcoming help and advice. Like we want that. And we feel more loved when you do it without us even asking like, Oh my gosh, you helped me. I didn't even have to ask you. God, you're so nice. This is such a great gift. (laughs) Whereas men, if you offer unsolicited help or advice, they're looking at it as like, what are you saying about me? That I can't do this, that I would need help. I had a chronic exposure to this from you for so long. It's true. And, and I remember just beating myself up. Like, what does she genuinely think of me? You know, and, and you can inadvertently do that to your, your kids too, yes. where you're, you're communicating something to them by giving them unsolicited advice. And, you know, the sort of underlying inference is like, you're just not enough here. Right. But I Which think, is a kick in the balls. Totally. So for the men in my life, what I'm realizing is like, I keep reminding myself like, oh, was this, 
was what I'm doing right now unsolicited? Did they not ask me for this particular thing? And I have to get down into the weeds about it. I have to go yeah. like, okay, they asked me about like what I thought about this particular car, but they didn't ask me to take it further and go shopping for cars for them. Right. That part was unsolicited charity. That part is just too much. And now they're feeling emasculated by you. You're humiliating them. I was humiliating people and I still do it all the time without even recognizing because I had taken my help and breached it into areas where it was unsolicited. Wow. Yeah. And here, okay. So can I do like a, what I think would be the feminine equivalent? Ooh, yes. Because, it, you know, deeply, I think that men want to be capable. Yes, respected, capable. That's like Respect, your go-to. Yeah. Like I'm gonna feel like a if male. You, yeah, if you want to like charge my batteries and crank me up and get my confidence soaring, right? You're gonna be doing stuff like if we drive to Alaska or when we drive to Alaska this summer, I'm in the best hands ever. Like you know what I mean? Like nothing's ever gonna hurt us. Like come on, bears, come on, pirates. <laughs> like, I'm. You know, I'm fully protected or whatever. And when we get there, you are going to build me that, you know, addition of my dreams. And it's going to be way more than I think. Like, you're doing this to me. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like my sort of, that's my love language. That's what I get, like, charged up by. Yeah, right? yeah. And so that's the need that that um, I have. And that's what you can do for me to fill that need, right? And I think that the... the Which is common for all men. I think, I think it's yeah. common for all men, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, tell me how strong I am. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. tell yeah. me how good my muscles look. Right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I think women is, it's, this is just, I'll, you can give me feedback. I think women are more concerned or their love language or whatever you call it, their deepest need, maybe their deepest insecurity is beauty. Or desirability. And maybe desire, yeah, like yeah. beauty and desirability. And even focus, like attention, the attention of and the kind well, of that's thinking desirability. That she's, she, thinking that she's the one. She's the one. That she's is, the one. I mean, that is, if, you, if, you, if, yeah, if you put both beauty and desirability together, it's she's the one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if I were to kick, I can't kick you in the nuts, but <laughs> punch you in the boob. Okay. If yeah. I were to punch you <laughs> right on the boob, it would probably... Unsolicited advice would sound something like, um, you know, why are you eating that? Like, that will probably make you fat. <laughs> That's what that feels like when you give me unsolicited advice, even if it's helpful. It, so the answer is that is such a good yeah. point because here's how it looks. Like, okay, a woman, I could be talking to you about wanting to do this certain diet and we could be having this dialogue and you're like, okay, so you probably wouldn't want to eat. You know, we could be, we could be riffing on it and you, mm -hmm. you could be offering those kind of things back and forth sure. because at the time it was solicited. I had talked to you about like, I want to try this thing out and what do you think? Really trying to curb my appetite or what do you think's healthy? Right. Yeah. It was solicited. Sure. But if I wasn't soliciting it at that moment and all of a sudden you were like, you know, that's probably not good for you. Like you were about like, to eat something and I'm like, ah, yeah. Ah. Or you bring, or you bring home a diet book and you're like, I thought you would want to try this. <laughs> that I all of a sudden am like punched in the boobs. Like, oh my God, yeah. he like thinks I'm not enough. I'm he fat, is, I'm ugly. I'm, and which is hitting the core of like 
your needs, right? Right. It's the same I am not enough feeling that men get yeah. when I question how you're doing something. And I think it comes across in simple things like I I found it funny that your example was like, we drive to Alaska and you're totally capable of driving to Alaska. Yeah. And women don't even pick up on the fact that like every time we say something about your driving, like oh. every time we're like, oh, watch out for that car. Oh, didn't you, you just missed that parking spot? Or, oh, you know, like, why don't you turn your blinker on? Or, oh, you're driving too fast. Every time I can see you be like, why are you questioning my driving? And it gets to be this fatigue. Yes, it gets to, it's like, I'm a, tired of this lady. Come on, stop. It's me. a direct punch in the nuts because yes. you weren't asking me to teach you how to yeah. drive. Yeah. And I don't view it as something that should be even like an issue, but for you, it's you're like, trying to help. Yeah. In your mind, you're like, that is a direct attack on my manhood. Yes, exactly. It's as bad as me, like pulling a cookie away from you. <laughs> like, or saying, snatching it out of your hand. Yeah. Or saying all of a sudden, you know, that whole, like women want to be the one women want to be desirable. It'd be the same as you saying like, oh, that girl over there has, you know, the type of like what you were looking for in her calf muscles like that. She Look at that. She has that over there. You know, yeah. same undermining, same like punch in the gut feeling for women. Right. And we don't, women, we just don't recognize this. And so for me to kind of boil it down, is like, I am at the point where I'm like, I keep asking myself, I feel like I'm freaking asking myself this a hundred times a day right now is because I have, you know, I have three sons and a husband and I, you know, so I have a lot of men in my life and I'm asking myself all the time, like, oh my God, was that unsolicited? Well, yeah, I think you're right in that it, it, it comes from like, wait, why are they sort of like giving me a little bit of cold shoulder here? It, well, it's because you're muchness, right? Yeah. It's because it does feel like a kick in the nuts because you're, you're, you're sort of like just sort of banging around an area that you really do have to craft some language for. But right. it's a well-intentioned banger. Of like, I don't see it as like I'm overstepping or I'm, you know, in the, just in the like moment, you, I'm trying to be helpful. Yeah. And just like you, like you're concerned uh, as many people are with your weight. Right. And everyone is. And it's just as like I have to be as careful when any discussion of that comes up to make sure it's helpful and not hurtful. Yeah. To make sure that it's it's, you know, um, constructive and not just stressful and critical yeah right and yeah. so i think that that is what you're hitting right now it's like wow this is a hard one wisdom thing yeah this is one of those ones where you go oh, okay it took me a long time and i'm getting a little cold shoulder and i'm now i'm realizing what this is so this. you offered some really good counsel because i was like what do i do yeah because that's the whole idea is like well so what what now what do we do? Yeah. Right? And I think the answer is you either wait for that advice to be solicited. And if it's not ever solicited, then maybe you're just not the one to deliver it. Right. But the other thing you gave me that's helpful is like, I do have a lot of wisdom in certain areas. So maybe I can poise it with like, a you know, a story about my own life yes. instead of saying to them, like, Hey, you should try this or, or whatever. I could just talk about like, I remember when I did that, I learned that I, you know, and they can take it for whatever they want. Yeah. It's like, Hey, you know, I remember, uh, and this isn't the true story, but I'm trying to think of something where you could be like, for instance, if your kid was like, I'm just not going to get insurance on something. I mean, you're an insurance agent, you're an expert. You should, I mean, everyone should listen to what you're about sure. to say about insurance, right? Amen. And, Amen. <laughs> and 
maybe you could say something like, I, you know, I remember when I didn't get a policy on this certain thing and I lost it and how devastating that was. You know, something like that is so much better than like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's up to them to do whatever they want with it. Exactly. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, but I, I want to add one caveat to this is I think that there's a, there's a thing among women. And I feel this sometimes too, is like when I was having this kind of come to Jesus moment about my muchness, Mm -hmm. it's really easy to be like, well, F you, you know, like handle my muchness. I'm tired of kowtowing to all these men with like weak egos and like, you know, I can, I I can go there real fast. Yeah. Like, why am I tiptoeing around these men that just can't handle being told something that, you know, they should listen to? Yeah. And who cares if I have muchness, deal with it. Yeah. But then I think to myself, and there's an element of that, I think, but then there's like this thing of like, maybe it's not so much about like weak egos as it's much as like the empathy is what you're saying is me realizing like, that's like me saying I have a weak ego when it comes to my desirability. Or yeah, yeah that, why don't you look like this lady? Why don't I just mm-hmm. like why should that affect me? That shouldn't affect me. I should be able to like if he says anything, I should be able to like brush that off on you know he shouldn't have to listen to my weak ego in that area. Well, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And the reality is I do have a you know, I'm sensitive in we that all area. Have those sensitivities, man. So it's a matter of like it's not for women, it's not about your muchness. It's not about your like care of this it's about how someone else perceives your comments and if you really are trying to help then you would consider their feeling about the way they're accepting that information and i think that that's what it's all about and i had to kind of get over that and go like okay if i was really trying to help and if i'm being altruistic about that i would recognize that that my helping should be in true form and want to help them the way that they would hear it as help that's a super super good bit of advice i love it not only does it build up your partner, but it keeps you from being alone. Yes. <laughs> it's self-serving. It keeps you from right? being the mom who yeah. no one's texting back or like yeah. who. You or know, they cringe when you come around. Yeah. Or it's like, whoa, mom, back down. Yeah. Or the spouse who's like just kind of distancing and like stops listening to you because they, you know, they're they just shutting down because. Because by just, the way, that's going to happen. That yeah. is going to happen if you can't, if, if a person can't understand that you're dealing with really, really deep, deep, almost like intrinsic nature, you know? Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of that humility, empathy, hard won wisdom, that idea of, you know, what does it look like to really build people up? And what does it look like to, you know, sometimes we set ourselves aside and build other people up. It's called honor. <laughs> You just, you honor that part of a person. I love that. You know? Yeah. yeah. And and that means that, hey, they're built this way. They're put in this position. And I need to honor that. Yeah. And we're it's not, not gonna, a threatening thing. We're not going to change the intrinsic nature of men wanting no. to be competent and capable and able to do it by themselves. And we're not going to change the intrinsic nature of women who want to be the only one. And right. So you just have to honor those things. And yes. they're not, they're not weaknesses. Right. They're actually, if we see them as strengths. Then we can add to those strengths. And wouldn't you say that through the years, I mean, here we are many, many years later, decades later, that I have grown in this because you have come to honor that about me. Absolutely. You have come to honor that whole thing of like, whoa, if I built him up in these areas, he gets stronger. Yes. He gets way stronger and he gets better rather than me, you know, uh, 
poo-pooing or dismissing or minimizing this part of him and being like, why are you so weak? It's no, 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 no. That's the wrong approach. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I think that same thing with you too. It's like, I mean, obviously it's really easy for me to talk about your beauty and your desirability because you're absolutely gorgeous. Uh I mean, you really, truly, truly, truly are. And so for those reasons, but I, but I would say that you have also been more willing to talk about the way you look and talk about what would make you, hey, what do you like? You know, what makes me more desirable? You know, and, and, yeah. and you're more open to doing that. Therefore, we have a lot stronger relationship. Yes. And I have learned to not give you unsolicited advice as much. And therefore you feel stronger and then you are stronger. And then I have less advice to offer because you're already strong in those areas. Absolutely. So it's a win-win. You build each other in these areas and you build up that strength and that fragile ego gets built right. to be a stronger ego over time. Right. But these are important lessons. Hard one wisdom. I love it. And so you're not wearing the boot of unsolicited advice. It's more the slipper. <laughs> I got a nice little Cinderella slipper. <laughs> I love it, baby. High five on that. It's good. <laughs> wait, babe, babe, wait. <laughs> How do we end this? By saying thank you. Okay. You guys are awesome. Thank you. There's nothing more encouraging than you hitting that like button and commenting. And don't forget to subscribe. And I know there's more. You have a list. Might as well go down the list. Right. Okay. Watch the video of this podcast on our Beautiful Step YouTube channel or on our website where you can actually download transcripts and show notes of the episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If today's episode made your together even better, tell someone. Okay. Now. Right now. Today. Okay. You can take one step. It's just one step toward the beautiful relationship you want in your life. You got this.